Welcome to the Fantasy Football Unpredictably Great Podcast. We're here again with myself, Derek, Willie, a.k.a. The Goat, and Andreas. We're going to get started today and talk about the top 10 dynasty quarterbacks. Uh, we're just going to do the quarterback position for today, and then next week we'll move on to running back and receiver. Um, but, yeah, guys, go ahead and say hey. What's going on, uh, FFL and fantasy, uh, fantasy nation? I guess I would say it's good to be back. It's good to have Andreas back on the uh, on the podcast. Yeah, I'm back in business, fresh landed in the Mississippi State, headed to Florida right now. I'm on the road. Just got back from LA. Been out of the game a little bit, but I'm ready to get back into the mix of things. And I'm going to go off the top of my head here with you top 10 quarterbacks so i'll let you guys start though all right uh i'll go ahead and do my number 10 which is cam newton uh it's kind of low for cam but i'm just i'm still worried about his shoulder issues that may keep popping up throughout his career um i know we mentioned him last week uh a bunch with that shoulder but we can't deny that he puts up fancy points when he's healthy uh even though he's not the most accurate passer he can. Uh, he still does a lot of the damage with his rushing touchdowns. So um, if he can keep that going, I, I feel like he could still be a productive top ten fantasy quarterback for dynasty. Um, I, I'd expect his running game to slow down a little bit, but uh, he's still going to have the QB keepers around the goal line and scramble when he has to. So I feel like he'll still put up some pretty consistent fantasy numbers. Yeah, I mean. I had I had Cam just right outside my top ten. It was that, the guy I have at ten is Jimmy G, uh, out in San Francisco. Him and Cam Newton, I could have switched them back and forth. Both, I mean Jimmy G's coming off an ACL. Newton's had I mean Newton's had problem with his shoulders, so they could easily switch back and forth in my opinion. Um, there was just a lot of hype last year around Jimmy G. Um, I feel like he has young talent around him, a good coaching staff. And if he can bounce back from that ACL, I see him having, I mean, for the next three to five years, being a top 10, top 10 fantasy quarterback easily. But you could, you could say the same for Newton. If he come, if he gets his shoulder fixed, um, you could easily say the same thing for Newton. All right. Andre, who's your turn? All right, so I'm not a big Baker Mayfield fan. I know a lot. Of, I know you two probably have him in your top five for fantasy quarterbacks. I think he is fantasy relevant, but I'm just really not a big fan of him. So that's why I got him at number ten. The only reason I even have him in my top ten is because he's so young and he is talented. But the thing that I don't like about him is, and I know I've said this before on our podcast, is just his media involvement. I think that the guys kind of got a little bit too much of that going on, and I think that's going to ultimately be his downfall in the long run. Um, I know that he's got a lot of really good talent around him right now with OBJ going there and, you know, even Kareem Hunt whenever he comes back in the second half of the season. So I think he's going to be successful, but I just don't think that the guy's going to be good in the playoffs. I, don't, I really don't think he's going to be. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe, maybe he will prove me wrong, but that's why I got him at number 10. All right. 
Well, you want to go ahead with your number nine? Yeah, I'll go with my number nine, and I, I'm sitting here looking at it, and I almost moved him up to like around seven or six, but I'm going to keep him at nine at that act, Scott. Um, yeah. Last year, I mean, he was quiet. I mean, you didn't really hear much from him, but he still ended up being QB 10 for the year. Um, 67 completion percent, 20, uh, 22 touchdowns to eight interceptions. Um, and just got Randall Cobb with Amari Cooper and also Michael Gallup as his receiving core uh, with Elliott coming out of the backfield. I mean, it's really hard not for me to put this guy up there. Uh, he's more of a, in my eyes, just watching him from the eye, eye test, he's more of a game manager, but he protects the ball. He, I mean... He has horror. I mean, this guy, he's the real deal. I mean, I'm a big fan of Dak Prescott. I've seen seen him having a big year, especially next year. But, I mean, he's only 25. I think he'll be 26 uh, once the year starts. Um, I see good good things for years to come from Dak Prescott. Yeah, I actually have him at nine as well. (laughs) (laughs) You guys got Dak at nine? Great, yeah. great, great minds think alike, man. Man, I don't know what you guys are seeing in this guy. I, I think Dak Prescott is. Oh man, I, I'm not a fan of him either. But I'll, I'll let you do your take, and I'll, I'll go ahead, Derek. I'll, I'll talk after. All right. Well, I was just gonna say. I mean, he's underrated as a franchise quarterback. Um, for fantasy purposes, he's not gonna be. He's not gonna put up any 30 point games a lot or blow you away with those. But he also won't have many of the 15 point games he's going to get you your 18 to 22 points a game and and he's going to be a stable uh, low-end quarterback one for you uh, throughout his career I think and especially now that he has Cooper someone who is probably one of the better release and route running receivers in the NFL he's going to be able to get open quick and and that's is going to be his first read so I, I feel like he'll be able to do some damage with Cooper and like you said, plus he just got Cobb, and he has some other pieces there that he can work with. Plus he runs, and uh, uh, I feel like the rushing production is underrated with him as well. I mean, he had he's had six touchdowns over his three-year span in the NFL so far rushing, and he's had about 300 yards every year as well. So I think that really puts him in the top ten conversation. And you got to think as well, I mean, he – First year, 67 complete percentage. Uh, second year, 62. And then back up to 67 last year. Over 3,000 yards. Actually, over 3,500 yards each season besides year two. Last year, he was at 38. I mean, the guy's going to go over 4,000 yards in my eyes. If It, it might be next year. Um, he's going to – he's passing more uh, and – the more experience he gets, I mean, this guy, this guy is very underrated. I, I think that he's overrated, but that's just me. <laughs> I, I've never been a fan of, of him. I, he runs all right. The only thing that he's really got going is he, he doesn't turn the ball over whenever it, it, the game's on the line. So far as I can see, opposite of Tony Romo, that's that was his signature move. He always he always turned the ball over the wrong times with 
But anyway, I I don't think he's elite. I don't think that he's gonna lead a team to the Super Bowl. And that's that's what that's what I'm thinking about whenever I make my top ten. Can these guys perform in the playoffs? Can they lead a team to the Super Bowl? And I just don't think that I don't think that Dak Prescott's that guy. Last year he, he could have. Uh, I mean, he's got the best running back in the league on his side. But, got, but here's the thing, on, <laughs> hey, Andreas, sorry for interrupting. Here's the thing as well. Okay. Can he lead your fantasy team to a championship? Do you think he, yeah, true. Do you think he could lead no. your fantasy team to a championship? No, I don't think he can. <laughs> no, I don't think he can, dude. I'm sorry. All right, well, who's your nine? Who's your next guy? Uh, I got Cam Newton at number nine. I like Cam Newton a lot. I know you guys were talking about his shoulder injury earlier, but he always seems to put up fancy numbers on a pretty consistent basis whenever he's healthy. Um, so I'll put him at number nine. I can't sit here and speak all kinds of statistics on him and numbers. I'm just going off purely the eye test and the history that I have on him. He's still pretty young. He's a big guy. Uh, I just hope that it's Given that he stays healthy, I think that he's going to do, do really well. I just hope he, he can stay healthy. I know he's taken quite the beating over the past few years, and I'm sure that it's not those, those injuries that he's had are not going to get any better. So um, hopefully he can stay healthy. So I'll play him at number nine. All right. Yeah, we, we talked about him a lot last week too, so just we've covered the, the stats on him and everything. Um, so for me, number eight, I have Jared Goff. Um, I don't know if that's lower than what other people probably have him, but uh, I think he's a good quarterback. He's in a really, really great offense right now. Uh, he's not flashy, but he, he gets the job done, puts up good numbers. Uh, he'll have a few bad games uh, during the season, like he had during like against Chicago, which was like we have like negative one point points or something like that, but. Other than that, he he's uh, he's pretty good for fantasy. I mean, he's he could be a little bit more consistent, but he does put up a lot of twenty point games or, or more. So uh, just because the offense he's in, but I'm worried about defenses playing him better. Uh, now that the Patriots kind of figured it out, I'm wondering how long it'll take for the rest of the league to figure him out as well. No, I mean, I, I, I would agree. Jared Goff's in my head as well. Um, big fan. Uh, but like you said, I mean, they are, since the, the Patriots pretty much gave you a blueprint to stopping that offense, yes, they didn't have Gurley. Um, but next year, will he have sort of a down year? Uh, I mean, right. that's doing well for years to come but as far as next year goes until he gets more experience I mean I I see I see what you're saying alright Andres you want to hit us with your number 8 yeah I'm going to throw out um, hold on give him a break people He's yeah you there the yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was. My, I thought I was trying to see if I was supposed to turn right there. Not on looking at my map. No, I'm gonna throw out Russell Wilson. I know that he's. I guess some might consider him a veteran because he's been in the league for what I think like five seasons now. But as far as body damage that he's had, major injuries. I I can't remember off the top of my head any 
any really alarming ones. I don't never tore an ACL or anything crazy like that. But he's been really, really consistent. Pretty much since he stepped foot in the league. Obviously, he's won a Super Bowl and lost a Super Bowl. And he's, I don't see him fading out anytime soon, especially with the lifespan of, of quarterbacks nowadays. I mean, think about it. Russell Wilson, can, he can very easily have another 10 to 12 seasons left in him. How I think he's only like maybe 27. I think. I think he's so like, he can very he can very easily play. How old is he? 30. He's still even if he's 30, he can still play another 12 years. What all key injuries does he have in his According NFL to career? No, I uh, I'll agree. I actually have Russell Wilson as my number eight as well. Um, he's played 16 games. He's played all 16 games every year of his career. Um, over 60% completion percentage, over 3,000 yards, over 4,000 yards twice. Last year had a very quiet year because the Seattle team ran the ball. I mean, they were the most, the highest rushing team in the league um, as far as volume goes. Um, but he still had 35 touchdowns to seven interceptions. One thing I am questioning is his wide receiver core. Yes, he has Doug Baldwin, but he is old, uh, has had some injury problems. He does have Tyler Lockett, which I am high on Tyler Lockett. He's a young receiver that's coming up. He might not be top uh, top 10 receiver in the league um, as far as fantasy value goes, but I see him possibly cracking top 15. Um, but as long as, I mean, if they could get another weapon in the draft, uh, that would just put, yeah. me a little bit, put me a little bit higher on Russell Wilson. Right, yeah, right now I have him eight. I do agree with Andreas. I see him having, I don't know, about 12 years, but I would say from five to, five to seven more years of consistency from, and he's a lot like Dak Prescott. He will go out. Like Derek said, he'll go out and get you the 18 to 23 points week in and week out. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's definitely got pretty high, high dynasty value. All right. Uh, Will, you want to hit us with seven? Yeah, I'm going to – I'm taking a stretch on this guy. I got Carson Wentz at seven. Um, coming off some injuries. Uh, it was – but I don't know. I mean, when he was in there a couple years ago, he did – I mean, he was having an MVP season. Um, now that Nick Foles is gone, um, I feel like he doesn't have that over his shoulder as much as, okay, Nick Foles is right behind me, you know. I mean, he's only gone into his fourth year. Um, last year he played 11 games, over 3,000 yards. Um, 21 touchdowns to seven interceptions in 11 games. Uh, if he if he stays healthy, if he can really bounce back, I see him. I could honestly, I could probably throw him in a top five next year. If great year next year, I mean, he could easily jump up in the dynasty rankings. The man's only 26 right now. Um, in a good, I'm not going to say great Eagles offense, but a good, I mean, he has enough talent around him. Just got Jordan Howard uh, 
for the backfield. Um, Alshon Jeffrey out wide as his number one. Uh, Zach Ertz, a top three tight end. Uh, I see big things from Carson Wentz, but that's only if he stays healthy. But I could say that for a lot of guys on here in my top ten, honestly. Yeah, I'll go ahead and go next because yeah. I have Wentz at seven as well. We did. Hey, great minds think a lot. Like what I tell you, Andreas. But Man. I just, I just think uh, he's he really is. He's a great QB. I think if, when he's healthy. I mean, he's still young, and uh, the main thing I'm concerned about is that back those back injuries. Um, we saw kind of what happened to Romo once he started getting those. But he, I mean, I know he was a little bit older in, in his career when that happened, but. Still, it's it's concerning uh, injuries to your back, uh, especially well, I guess any position in the NFL. But it's it's just I think Wentz has that upside to where he can, like you said, he can get thirty three touchdowns in a season when he's healthy. But I mean, that was and he only played thirteen games in twenty seventeen when he did that. So I. I think that if he has a full season, like you said, and he's healthy, he could easily put up 35 touchdowns and and uh, maybe 10 interceptions or something. He's going to be a solid quarterback. He'll get you close to 4,000 yards as well. Yeah, I almost wish I wouldn't have got rid of him. But the only reason I got rid of him was because his injury history was the same thing you guys have been saying. I don't know what's going to happen to him. I think at this point it can really go either way. I, I would love to see him. Even though I got rid of him, I'd love to see him perform well. I don't wish any injury or anything like that on any any players, regardless if they're on my team or not. But that's ultimately the, was the reason why I, I sent him off, was because I, I don't know. The, that back stuff, man, that's, that's, some, that's some deep business there. That's It's hard to tell. I don't know. But uh, my it's my turn, right? Yeah. All right, I got Nick Foles next. Jeez. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's loving some Foles. I, I, I've always been a fan of Foles. The guy's pretty young. I, I don't. I wish I could provide you guys some numbers and stuff. I know he's he's got to be like probably like thirty or less, right? Oh, Chuck. Yeah, I think he's like thirty. He's yeah, yeah so, he's thirty. Yeah, he's so he's still relatively young, and he's never. He's got pretty low mileage on him, and he's never, like, really – he doesn't have very many seasons where he's uh, – was the QB1 the entire season, if any. I don't think – has he ever nah. – man, the – yeah, he's pretty much has been a, a fill-in. And, man, these past two years, whenever they went and won the Super Bowl and then last year, whatever it is that in – in the past few years that he's doing that's that's – I don't know what he's changing his game because he was pretty atrocious before that. But whatever he's doing, it's working for him. And I think that if he he's with the Jags now, right? Yeah. And he's got he's got yeah, some, he's, he's got some weapons around him too. I mean, I'll get yeah. Him. That's what I'm saying. He's he's got some weapons around him. He's gonna be the QB one, obviously. And I think he can do it. I think he can be. He's definitely. That's why I got him at number seven. So. All right. Um. I'll jump. What do you guys think about Bolt? I want to hear what you guys think about Foles first. Foles, um, I'm not sticking him in my top 10, and I'm not sticking him in my top 15, honestly. Um, he might have a good year next year. I think we talked about him last 
um, yeah. last podcast. Um, as far as Dynasty, that I'm, I'm just thinking strictly Dynasty. I'm not gonna have him in my top fifteen. Um, he might, he could, he could very well have a great year next year. But if I'm thinking three years down the road, this guy, yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna get as much as I can out of him while I can, because I see in three years you're not gonna be able to get much out of the guy. As far yeah. as trade, as far as trades go, I think he's more of a like I, I know they paid him a lot, but I think that they just want him there for uh, a few years to to kind of hold it down. He's a better game manager than Bortles. And I think that if they can get Foles and maybe draft a quarterback next year, let him sit under Foles for a year or two, then I think that's what they're going to try to do. Because I don't, I really don't think that they believe Foles is a, is a franchise quarterback. I mean, he was, I think he's was the starter in St. Louis for 11 games in 2015. I think he got the starting gig. And I think he ended up getting beat out by somebody mm-hmm. eventually because he only had. Seven touchdowns, ten interceptions. So I don't. He hasn't really proven himself as a as a number one guy. I wonder and how that, much of that had to do with the system, though. When he was in St. Louis, I've always wondered that because it's so hard to tell when a player, regardless of position, it's it's hard to tell whether they're really, really, really good or if they're just in a good system. Because you think about it, anybody that makes it to the NFL is obviously talented. Now. Where they go, I just I, I hold that to such a high regard, and I, I just wonder if the system that he was the the teams that he played for before he went to Philly, if it was just a bad fit for him, and then maybe maybe Jacksonville's a good fit for him. Maybe he'll go in there and kill it. I don't know. And here's here's the thing about Fall Foles. I mean, his stats are not. I mean, I understand he's backup QB. His stats are not there at all. The best year was in 2013. Uh, he started 10 games, 2,800 yards, 27 touchdowns to two interceptions. That The touchdown to interception ratio is what stands, stands out to me right there, but that's just one year. I mean, he he's had single-digit touchdowns in the past four years. Um, like I said, he was a backup QB. But, I mean, he's he hasn't played a full year at all. Um and I don't, I don't know if he'll be able to handle that. I mean, like you said, Jacksonville might be the right fit, and he might go out and prove himself next year. But I just don't, I just don't see it. Um, yeah, All right. I think the system does have a lot to play with. Play in it too, Andres. Um, all right, Will, you want to go with your number six? Yeah, number six, I got uh, Jared Goff. Los Angeles Rams. Uh, reason why I go with Jared Goff, um, great young quarterback. I mean, like you said, how's he going to, like you said, Derek, how's he going to do next year is, since the Patriots kind of gave the league a blueprint. Um, but this guy's gotten better every single year of his career. He has one of the best weaponry in the league as far as Todd Gurley. Um, I'll go ahead and give the, the, throw this name out there for you, Andreas, a backup running back and C.J. Anderson. Um, but his wide receiving core, Brandon Cook, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup when he comes back from an ACL, um, and then also Gerald Everett, who shown some signs 
of being a productive wide receiver, um, not Gerald Everett, uh, Josh Reynolds. Um, Josh Reynolds, only 24 four years old. Um, his wide receiving core is one of the best in the league. Um, he has one of the best coaches in the league. Todd Gurley comes back. Um, he has one of the best running backs in the league. The amount of talent around this guy is really hard for me not to put him really high in my rankings. Right now I have him six. And, I mean, he's young, too. He's going into his fourth year. And, like I said, he's gotten better every single year of his career. And I just see him getting better, getting better from that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, like, I had him at eight there. Somewhere so. in my top ten. He's somewhere in Andreas. He hasn't figured it out yet. <laughs> yeah, he's somewhere in mine, dude. I, I, I'm a big golf fan. I know he caught a lot of heat last year, last Super Bowl, because he. Some would say that he underperformed, but I don't even really think that he underperformed in the Super Bowl. I think it was just it's just an overall the, the team just got overran. I mean, he didn't throw any interceptions, any key interceptions, no key like bad mistakes or anything that I remember seeing. It was just I don't know. That was just a really weird performance from the Los Angeles Rams and I, I think it stemmed down with Cox really being hurt and I think it just threw off the entire the entire rhythm but I don't necessarily put it all on the shoulders of Goff I know it's easy to do either he's the one you can point fingers to because he's a quarterback but I think it was a whole it was a from top to bottom it started the coaching Gurley was in there I think it was a whole team mess up and you got and you got to think too. I mean, the dude had forty six hundred yards last year, thirty two touchdowns, twelve interceptions, um, a sixty four completion percentage, a one hundred one quarterback rating. He had a hundred quarterback rating the year before. Um, yeah, and I, I I don't know. I just I really like the guy. Um, what do you guys? What do you, Willie? What do you think about his Super Bowl performance? Though? What do you think? His Super Bowl. <laughs> I think it was just an all-around, like you said, an all-around team thing. I mean, I don't know the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots can figure out anybody. Honestly, I mean, it's one of the best coaching staffs in the league um, ever. Really, and the Patriots. The good argument ever. Yeah. No, I was saying best coaching staff ever. Really, you can make that argument. And they've been there before. That's the thing. The that was the first year the Rams have been to the Super Bowl. Plus, they were coming off the New Orleans Saints game where, I mean, it might have been in the back of their heads, like, hey, we really shouldn't be here right now. Yeah. I mean, that – the pat. I mean, you had half the football world telling them, oh, y'all are just in the game because the refs messed up the call. Yeah. But there were, there were plays in the game – uh, in the Super Bowl that would have went that could have helped the Rams. I mean, you had that touchdown pass, two two touchdown passes to Brandon Cooks that ended up being uh, incompletions. Uh, he just – one of them, he didn't get rid of the ball early enough. Um, the second one was actually used um, – I don't know if y'all remember. It was right before the interception down by the goal line and completion to Brandon Cooks. And they actually said that was 
should have been called pass interference, and that's one of the reasons they changed to coaches being able to challenge pass interferences. Um, but that's an, that's another topic for another day. But Jared Goff, um, there's just too much talent with him to ignore the guy. I mean, he's good enough. He's a good enough quarterback to make plays and get his weapons the ball. Yeah, I'd agree. Andreas, what's your number six? My number six is Jimmy G. Big Jimmy G fan. Thought he did great with the Pats. I think that he's a good fit for the 49ers. 49ers are trending upwards right now, in my opinion. They've got a lot of, even though they've got like five starting running backs, I mean, they've They've got some really good talent out there. They've had a lot of good draft picks in the past few years to kind of rebuild their team. They were doing pretty terrible there for a, a few seasons ago. But I think that obviously he's young and talented. And despite his injury last year, and, and as far as dynasty worth goes, I think that he has a lot of value. I know that you guys had him in, their top, in your top ten as well. I, that's why I got him a little bit lower because I'm a huge fan of his. Not to mention Pettis is, is out there. He's a young guy. And then um, that tight end, uh, what's his name? Chris has him. Kittle. 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 The one that, the, yeah, the guy that just emerged last year. And then really Pettis kind of emerged at the end of the season last year. But those are two young weapons right there. So, And then the combination of the backfield as well. I think he's got a he's – got he's, his future is looking pretty bright for years to come. All right, uh, my number six, I got Russell Wilson. Um, he he really is a great quarterback, and he doesn't get talked enough, like talked up enough. I don't think. I mean, people always talking about Rodgers and Mahomes and Luck, and I, I think Wilson's right up there with him. Um, just because, I mean, I know he's low on my list, but that's just because they don't pass enough in that offense for him to be higher. I don't think, and unless they start. Uh, slowing down on the running, which I don't think they will. Um, I can't really move them up any higher than six. Uh, I think that, I mean, he's just really efficient. When, when he doesn't have as many pass attempts, like he had 35 touchdowns and seven interceptions last season on only 427 pass attempts. And that's only on 280 completions. So he was getting touchdowns at a ridiculous rate last season. And like you said, well, he does have some good pieces around him. And uh, if they do draft a receiver, that'll help him out a lot. His Baldwin's on the way down. And I think they really need to address uh, offensive line so they don't – Wilson doesn't have to run around with his head cut off like he has been the past couple of years. And I don't know why they haven't tried the draft their line or anything, but they, I feel like they need to make that a top priority. And then I, uh, I mean, like I, I had, I had Wilson today. He was one of the ones that I almost moved up. Um, but I mean, I really, I really think, like I, I agree, they do need to address the line. But I really think they need to somehow try to get a wide receiver. Um, I honestly, yeah, if they can get a good, I mean, there's a lot of receivers in this up and coming draft. So if they don't take one, I, I, I don't know why they wouldn't. Um, 
I, I I'm gonna say they're gonna take a wide receiver in the draft, and that's really gonna that's really gonna help Wilson a lot. Yeah, heck, they might even trade for one. Who knows? Dolphins still really young. Yeah. I don't know. They love them running backs. They might take another one in the first round. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? All right, uh, I'll go with my number five. Uh, I got Aaron Rodgers at five. Um, I would have him higher, but I just don't because he's of his age. He's what, like 34, 35? I think he's 35. Yeah, he's just he's getting up there, and I don't know how many years he'll have left because he's not. I don't think he's got the workout <coughs> diet regimen that Tom Brady has, so I don't think he's going to go for until he's 42 or 43, but, I mean, he may. You never know. But he, he always gets high in production. I mean, even when he's hurt, he, he still produces at a, at a really high level for uh, the team and fantasy. Um, injuries are a concern because he, I mean, he has started getting injured uh, multiple times in the past few seasons. But if they can protect him and get a little better on defense, then he has – at least four more great seasons in him, I think. And I think he's one of the premier quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, he's top, he's top two, top three for me. But for dynasty purposes, I, I've got to leave him at five since he's a little bit older in age. No, I uh, I'd agree. Rodgers is in my top five, but my number five is Deshaun Watson. Um, He's only going into his third year. Last year, coming off an ACL, he played all 16 games, uh, 68 completion percentage for 4,100 yards, 26 touchdowns and nine nine interceptions. That team is just going to keep getting better. Um, The Houston Texans, he has one of the best receivers in the league, uh, and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Who's that? Got DeAndre Hopkins. I know. <laughs> um, but he also had, I mean, you have Will Fuller there. You got Kiki Kuther. What's his name? Kiki Kute? Kuti? Kuti. Whatever his name is. Kuti. Yeah. Um, they can get a nice tight end, give him some other weapons. They need to address the running back situation. I understand. Like Lamar, Lamar Miller, I mean, he's a decent back. But they, they, need, to, they need to bring another one in. Um, whether trade or draft, uh, they need to put another back uh, right there beside Watson. But I mean, he's a special. This guy's a special talent. When you just watch him, um, just from the eye test, uh, he's one of the be- He's one of the better quarterbacks in the league, um, and he's just going to keep getting better. He he did have an ACL. Um, in college as well so that's always on your mind that's always up in the air okay is he going to stay healthy but last year coming off an ACL he played every single game um, put up great numbers and that's really all I had to see um, to have him in my top five yeah I think he's uh, he's really good too I got him off that later on but it's my turn right now yeah go yeah. for it my, my, my next all right so my number five is going to be Sam Darnold of the New York Jets, and I don't really necessarily see him. I don't see him. Uh, I don't see him. Be, what are you guys laughing about? I almost spit up my beer. 
Oh, you don't think he's gonna be? <laughs> you don't think he's gonna be? I don't know. I don't know that he's gonna be next year. Gonna be a, what I would say is a fantasy quarter or top ten fantasy quarterback uh, dynasty. But I think that over the next fifteen years, because he's only going into his second season, I think he's talented, man. Coming out of college, he was a big prospect. Last year alone, he didn't have a lot of flashy plays. I mean, he had some. His numbers weren't great. But I think he's definitely talented, and if you put some weapons around him, which the Jets should have, considering they have a lot of first-round draft picks, and they've just been terrible for so long, I think at some point, like, they're going to be good. And I think that Sam Darnold is going to be the guy on the team, and he's going he's gonna to have a lot to offer, especially with Le'Veon Bell going there, and you got that Roby Anderson guy, or Robbie Anderson, whatever his name is. He's a good young talent at the wide receiver position. They could potentially draft another wide receiver this year. I just, I think that, yeah, he might be a sleeper. You guys don't have him in your top ten, probably, but I think that he's he's got a lot to offer. So I honestly don't even have him close to my top ten, but I will say this: he does have weapons around him. They just got Le'Veon Bell, um, like you said, Roby Anderson. They have a great young tight end and Chris Herndon. Yeah. Um, they- I can't remember his name, but I was going to mention him. Go ahead. Um, they also picked up Jamison Crowder, but he is only going into um, his second year. Didn't really do too much last year. I mean, he did show flash. Um, but, I mean, just as just for going into this year, um, I don't have him in my top 10. I probably don't have him in my top 15. But... Um, that I could be very wrong about about that, and he could have a huge year, huge year this year. Yeah, 2019. I don't necessarily think that he'll be even in the top 10 or top 15, but I'm just we're doing a dynasty quarterback top 10. I think mm-hmm. that of the guys that are going to be around long enough to be considered dynasty quarterbacks, I think that he can be. That's why I have him in my top five. I think he's going to be really good because the the Jets are likely to have a lot of first-round draft picks. He's likely to be surrounded by a lot of good guys. I mean, he already is. So, I mean, I just think that he – I think he has potential to be be up there. So, it's kind of a – kind of a going out on a limb there for me to say that. But, you know, just a I will. I will say this, um, and I respect your prediction. I don't – I don't have – I don't even think he's one of the top three quarterbacks out of last year's draft. Um, there was a lot of good ones. There were there were some good ones, um, but I mean, like I said, I could be very wrong. But one thing that stands out to me about Sam Darnold is a 17 touchdown to 15 interception ratio. Uh, I mean, I know it was just his rookie year. I completely understand that, but um, that's a little bit of a red flag to me. He is getting a lot more talent around him, but so we'll see. Yeah, I'd put him yeah. in my top 15 uh, just because I think he will be good. But last year, he just had a really horrible offensive line, which didn't help a rookie quarterback at all. So, yeah. Uh, we saw that with Rosen. That, that's was, exactly right. I mean, Rosen wasn't left with anything and at the Cardinals. And I, I think he really is actually a good quarterback, but they didn't give him much of a chance. So, yeah. I mean, if they move on to the that's, like, that's whatever. But that's what I think is crazy. So it, it's so hard to tell, and I think that it, it's 
just, yeah, it's almost impossible to tell how good a quarterback's going to be coming from going into the NFL if they go in the first round and they go to a not-so-good team off the bat, especially one like the Jets where they just have a terrible offensive line. They don't really have any weapons out uh, at the wider receivers. There's no real veterans there at, in, at the Jets at all, really. I can't think of any that, that come to mind that could kind of, like, take him under his wing and show him the ropes. That, whereas if you if you go somewhere else where there's already kind of, like, an established offense and you just kind of step right in, then, you know, for example, prime example is the Chiefs. The Chiefs were already pretty established anyways whenever Patrick Mahomes went there. That offense was already good to go, had a veteran coach. He stepped right into that system, and he performed immaculately. He was the best quarterback in the league last year, really. Um, so I, I wonder if you put Sam Donald in that same position, how much better. Obviously, he would have done better, but I don't know how much better. Probably not up to Patrick Mahomes level, but I, I guarantee his numbers would have been tremendously and significantly increased uh, compared to what he showed at the uh, what he demonstrated with the Jets. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. All right, uh, number four, you want to go, Will? Yeah, I got. Uh, I got Aaron Rodgers at number four. I do, I do know his age, uh, thirty-five, but he's still one of the uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I'm not going to throw any stats out there. I mean, the name speaks for itself. Um, he's not the go. I'll throw that out there. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, as long as he stays healthy, um, he has one. He also has one of the best receivers in the league around him. A good, a good running game, um, and the guy's made for prime time. I mean, yeah, the name speaks for itself. Right now, I have him at four. I do see at least four or five. I'd say around four or five more years um, of a top ten fantasy quarterback as long as he stays healthy. Health issues had has been a problem the past couple of years. But, I mean, like I said earlier in the podcast, you could say health issues for half of my top ten. But, I mean, I guess that's kind of the price you pay with the top, with the top-notch quarterback. Um, but we'll see. I mean, Aaron Rodgers number four right now. Um, I don't see him moving up any of my top, top five. But I, I don't see any reason that he's going to jump outside my top five or even outside my top ten in the years to come. Yeah, I think he's, like you said from the start, his, his name speaks for itself. He's my only concern with him is he does have he does have some injury history, and for a quarterback that's already thirty five years old, uh, it, it just you can't help but wonder what's going to happen in the years to come. If he's healthy, 100%, yeah, but it's just well, it's hard to tell what's going to happen with him given his injury history. All right, your number four, Andre? All right, my number four is going to be Mitch Trubisky. And I think he did really well last year. I think that he's on an up-and-coming Chicago team. I, I know that you guys also had him in your top ten, or at least one of you guys did. I think it was you, Derek. But I have him as a top four given his age. He's so young. He has a lot of good numbers. He's a mobile quarterback. Um, for a Chicago team last year that struggled at, at times throughout the year, um, I think that he he performed really, really well, especially amongst his peers who are kind of around the same age as him, same 
amount of years in the league. I think he did really well. And in, in the long term, um, I think Chicago is always going to be competitive no matter what, pretty much. I think that they're going to be the next 10 years. They, they could potentially even win the Super Bowl. Who knows? But uh, they're, they're definitely trending upwards. And I think Mitch Trubisky's going to ride that wave. And that's what puts him in my top top four. I mean, number four, so. Yeah, I have him inside my top 12. Uh, he just missed the top 10 for me. But I, I think he's going to be a good quarterback, too. Uh, if he can just improve on his consistency in a passing game a little bit, I think he'll be he'll be fine. He he is uh, he has some legs on him, too. He's good in the run game as well. I had him in my top 15. Probably, I'd say probably top 13, right outside my top 10. Um, great young. I thought I heard him. <laughs> Go ahead. Great young quarterback. Um, has has some weapons around him. Uh, a good running back in Trico, and just got another good running back in Mike Davis. Uh, so we'll see. And it's a good and, and and it's a good team that's trending upward. So I see some good things for Trubisky as well. I I thought one of you guys had him in your top ten. I thought I heard one of you guys say his name. Maybe I'm wrong. No, Anyways, we talked about him last week. Maybe you heard it in that podcast. Yeah, I was I was listening to that right before you guys called, right before this one started, so maybe that's what it was. All right, uh, my number four was uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think he's a great young quarterback. I was kind of skeptical when he entered the league. Uh, I don't really know why, but I just was. And, uh, but he's proved himself the, these past two seasons. Um, his yardage really went up. A lot. I mean, I knew he only played seven, started six games his first season, but he, he threw for every 4,000 yards last season. And uh, I think if they can keep him protected, get a little more offensive line help, he, he'll be fine because he has a great wide receiver core there. And his quarterback rates, uh, first two seasons were 103 and 103.1. So, I mean, he's, he's a really uh, talented quarterback and he's not going to turn the ball over a lot. Like all the things you said, Will, I agree with them. I just think he's a top five quarterback, to be honest. Yeah, he's good. I, I have him also in my top. He's a good quarterback. All right, Will, you next? Yeah, I will go. Where, where are we at? Number three? Yeah. I'm Baker Mayfield at number three. Um, the talent around him. Oh, God. He, you got OBJ, you got Jarvis Landry, you got Nick Chubb, you got Kareem Hunt coming in after week nine, you got David Njoku, you got a lot of hype around this team. Um, he produced last year uh, when his name was called upon. Um, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going around, uh, or going around with that Cleveland team last year. A lot of close games lost in the beginning, a uh, big coaching change. But in 13 games started, he ended up with 3,700 yards, uh, 27 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. I actually think he either tied or broke the record for most touchdowns by a rookie um, in their first year. Uh, I don't have that stat in front of me, but I believe I read that or saw that somewhere last year. this guy has a winning mentality. He's from Oklahoma. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Sooners. I'm a Hook'em fan. But, I mean, I cannot deny the talent this guy has. Uh, 
I mean, I mean, just the talent he has around him. Plus, he has he has the right attitude about him. Um, I love I love his attitude, uh, and he's just a winner, man. The guy is a winner, and he has a chip on his shoulder. Um, a walk on twice in college uh, to find. I mean, getting his name called as the number draft pick. Some people didn't agree with it, and he's. He's out to make it known that it was the right choice. It was finally the right pick the Cleveland Browns made. And, I mean, I see big things from this team next year from Baker Mayfield for years to come. Yeah, I'll uh, agree because I have him at three. I promise you we had to compare him with him. I promise. But I have him at three as well. Man, you guys need a date or something. Get a room. <laughs> Yeah, I, I won't say – I'll just keep it short. And I'll just say I have three, and I'll agree with all your points there, Will. Didn't you just make a trade for him? No, I traded him away. Why'd you trade him away if you got him in your top three, Derek? <laughs> because I got a pretty good value, and I think I can get a couple more quarterbacks in the draft that they aren't going to be you know, top ten, but if they're in the top 11 to 20 range, I think I'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> All right. So, is it, is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. All right. I got Deshaun Watson, the man. Deshaun Watson coming out of Clemson College, the beast, the most athletic quarterback in the league, in my opinion. As far as sheer athleticism, he's undeniable in that in that category. He operated last year with. Arguably one of the worst offensive lines in the league, and he, and he still put up good numbers. Still, still saw uh, high, a high level of success, and I know that he does have an injury history as well with his ACL. But he, he's got some good talent surrounding him. I know you guys have already spoke on him. He's got Hopkins and Coty, and I just think he's going to be good. And he's very, very dynasty relevant given his. Going, he's going into his third season, so that's why I got him at number three. All right, uh, number two, I got Andrew Luck. Um, you don't have him at two, well, I do, <laughs> I do. I'll go ahead and say, <laughs> oh my god, my, I have my man Luck at number two. And let me guess, you both got Mahomes at number one. You guys are Great so possibly. original. You guys are so original, man. Thank you. Hey, go for it, Derek. I don't have much about it. I mean, like his name speaks for itself as well. Um, he's an efficient passer. I mean, he's only 30 years old. I know he's had that shoulder issue, but um, it held up last season for the whole season. So I think he he finally got over that little ordeal. Um, I think he'll be a great option for another five to eight years at least. And, I mean, he's produced every year in the league. He's had over – He's had four, over 4,000 yards, all except for two seasons, and one of them is when he got hurt. So uh, he's a really good quarterback. He doesn't turn the ball over a lot, and he'll give you upside of 30-plus touchdowns every season. So I, I think he he's going to be a great quarterback for a little bit while longer in the league. No, I'll, uh, I'll just I'll keep it keep it short. I'll agree with everything, just throwing some stats out there. I mean, his first year back last year, 
4,500 yards for 39 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Um, the name speaks for itself. 20-plus points from week four to week 12, 20-plus um, points in every week in fantasy. Um, had a couple down weeks in week 13 and week 15, but 20 points um, all those other weeks. And, yeah, the name speaks for itself. He's 29 years old. Um, I see at least six or seven more top 10 years for this guy as long as he does stay healthy. Yeah, he's good. And uh, let's see, my number two, right? Yep. Are we start, is it my turn? Yep. All right. So I got Mahomes at number two. Uh, I think it's between number two and number one. I, I have him at number two solely for the fact that he's so young. I don't know how much if, – if he's traded from the Chiefs, I don't know how much of his talent and success – or how much of his success really was, was due to the fact that he was on a really established Chiefs team with – Kareem Hunt in the backfield and T. Hill and then Kelsey and, you know, the good coaching staff. It's likely that he's not going to be at the Chiefs for the rest of his career. And whenever he gets traded or, you know, say he moves with another team, I don't know how well he's – I don't know what his dynasty relevance is going to be at that point. So that's that's kind of like up in the air. It's a question for me, a big question mark. Um, so that, that's why I got him at number two. But his, his talent is – Obviously, there put up great numbers. He's a household name at this point after last season, as his first season as a starter. You know, did pretty well in the playoffs. Um, so I, I think he's he's got a lot of value. But like I said, he's just so young. He might end up he might end up getting moved somewhere else, and from there it's it's going to be he'll have he'll have a lot to prove as far as if he's able to switch systems and still be successful. Um, I'll go ahead and add on to that because I have him at one. I know Derek has him at one as well. Um, I mean, just from the eye test, watching the guy, it's like absolutely incredible. I do know he did, he did step into an established Chiefs team, a lot of talent around him. But this guy is, I mean, the dude's MVP. Um, the dude's a genera- generational talent. Um, some of the stuff he can do, I see him changing the quarterback position in some um, some way over the next 10 years. Uh, dude had 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. I do not see him hitting the 50 touchdown mark next year, but I do see him having at least 35 to 40 touchdowns. I'd say around 10 interceptions. Um, he will be a top three uh, fantasy finisher next year. Um, but as far as dynasty, goes you can't go wrong with this dude i have him at number one and i do not see that changing anytime soon i i agree with that and i i don't think i don't know is there a reason why you think he just won't be at the chiefs andreas or because i heard him talking about he's going to sign like a 200 million dollar contract potentially like and within the next year uh no, not any particular reason. Even if he signs that contract and he stays there for another four years, the guy could still be a, at another team before he's 30 years old. So right. that's the reason why he, he's just so young. There's, let, let's put it this way: like with with luck, he's pretty much. I, I doubt he he moves. He's pretty well established with the Colts. But given that uh, Mahomes has only really had one one year, what is he? I know he's going into his third year. I'm pretty sure, but he's really he's essentially. Last year was his rookie season. I mean, he he didn't play really the year before, but given given all that, um, 
I'm sure that teams are trying to get him. I'm, I'm sure behind closed doors there's probably talk of potentially moving him at some point because of given his value. Uh, so I, I don't know. We'll see. I just think that it, it is any it's possible for anybody to get traded and to move. So I'm, we'll see what we'll see what happens with him. I think that I have luck at number one. So the reason why I have him at number one is because I don't think he's moving from Indy. I think he's going to stay right there, and then I, I know that his level of success is he's he's only going to get better. If you ask me, so. And I'll um, I'll admit this: I tried my hardest to put Andrew Luck as my number one, uh, just because I do have him on my roster, but I couldn't deny Patty Mahomes his right to number one. I I have to strongly disagree. Um, as far as him leaving Kansas City, I don't see it unless it's ten years from now. This dude, this dude's about to be the highest paid player, quarterback, whatever, in the National Football League, in the history of the National Football League. Um, yeah, and in the NFL, I mean, when you have a generational, when you have your franchise quarterback, those guys don't get moved. I mean, these these teams they draft quarterbacks every year to try to find their franchise quarterback, and once they do, they're they're not going to get rid of them. For any price, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe. that's true. Like I said, I he I think he's gonna be great. He's, he was my number two. I got luck at number one. The the selling the uh, the breaking point for me to put luck at number one is because I think that out of the next ten years of the ones that may potentially be moved, I think Mahomes stands a better chance. But I could be completely wrong. That's just that's just a far estimate of. Uh, and a guess that I really don't have any facts on, but they're both number one and two. I think that they're, if I could make them equally valued, then I would, I could do, I would do that, but I had to put one, I had to put one another at two. So that's why. All right. Well, that wraps up this podcast. Uh, join us next week for the running back, the wide receiver rankings. Haven't really decided which one we'll do yet, but uh, we'll get that out to you next week. And thank you all for coming on and joining the podcast. And uh, enjoy the yeah, dude. I'll be better. I'll be better prepared next time. I don't know when the next podcast is, but let me know so I can do some homework. Yeah, it was good. To, it was good to have Andreas back. Um, always fun to have him on the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, baby. All right, boys. I'll All right, see y'all. You next week. All right, FFL. Later.